Welcome to the Spicy PL Podcast. Alright, welcome back to the Spicy PL Podcast. This is episode 51. This is Big Babble. You call me Alex. I'm here with Big Joe Capolino. It's 11 o'clock at night, Thursday night. <laughs> we crawled down into our dusty, dingy, damp basement to record a podcast for you motherfuckers. It has been there. like record rains yeah. in New England this July, and we're in a hundred year old basement. <laughs> and let's just say the water, it comes through the fucking, it comes through the floor. Yeah, I mean, you the might home. be the wettest man in powerlifting, but this might be the wettest gym in powerlifting. This is the wettest gym. As well. Yeah. You know? I don't know. I think there's people out here, there. they think they're the wettest, and I'm just like, <laughs> just I mean, come see me. I bet, like, if you lifted in, like, some tropical island or something, maybe, it could get wetter. It could get worse, yeah. But, but this gym. No wetter. I mean, there's no one wetter than you, but this oh, gym, you mean the I'm gym. saying the wet, the wettest gym. I want to see like some wet gyms and see if they can stack up because if you could see this one, there's like just water soaking up from the floor, from the walls. Dude, last night I was catching an exquisite pump by myself and I was over there doing dumbbell overhead press and all this other crazy shit just pumping my body and... uh I had no shirt on. I just went shirtless. And so the sweat was just fucking flying off me. So the mixture of sweat and yeah. and rainwater in the pool <laughs> of the yeah. of the floor, it was pretty fucking gross, but it was hardcore. Yeah, like we have seen some hurricane weather and when it's really pouring out in this basement, it's kind of like it's kind of like the scene in the Titanic when all the water's like coming in. Yeah, we're down here playing violin and Yeah. <laughs> We're playing violin and yeah. we're just letting the water hit us. Yeah, tag us if you think your gym is wet. Yeah, it's all about being wet. Let's uh, let's not forget about Quest. We're sponsored by Quest Nutrition and Athletics. You know our our boy Sherman, Mister Mister Sherman Ledford, the King. Yeah, he, uh, he hooks us up, tries to help us out here yeah. and there. That package is on the way, so we should get those nitrous to uh, to dish out. Yeah, so oh, we're going to be doing to, a little talk to them today. Yeah, everything you know, great things take time, guys. You yeah. Know? So also, in uh, th- they'll be selling the ends or knee sleeves at some point, but I know I, a lot of people have been ordering them. I just got a message. Yeah, it's hard to get a hold of those. Asking puppies. about size, size today. I know Sherman's trying. To, he's trying to get them, but they're they're selling like hotcakes. I see a lot of people out there. I mean, um, I see them. I see a lot. I see. I don't know. I think the reviews are mixed. Like a lot of people are saying they're stiff as fuck. We've seen people. Sean couldn't get them on. Yeah. He, he, um, I was talking to him and he was like, they, they kind of like are tough for him to get on and they, His quads they, are too big. They slide down a little bit. Yeah. Cause they're not, they don't stretch as much. So if you've got really meaty muscular quads and then your leg tapers down, it's a little bit tricky to keep them from, from rolling down, which I could understand. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. I think you got to work them in like gear. Yeah, you, know. you do. They'll form. They'll form probably. I don't know. Did you see J. Mike's story, those crazy hoodies he's making us? Yeah, dude. They look insane. Yeah, he spelled my name wrong, but he said he's going to fix it. Oh, jeez. Did you see that? No. Capolino with one P. Ah, shit. It's been all my life. I wasn't even mad, but I was like, J. Mike, if you can't fix it, I'll wear it. <laughs> he spelled mine right. Yeah, I mean, you're five letters, mine's ten. Yeah. I mean, it's a little tricky sometimes. J. Mike's gear is, is fucking fresh. I think he said it's waterproof. It looks insane. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, that shit's loud. I'm also, fucking... yeah. You know, J. Mike's like an unofficial sponsor because he's not sponsor us. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't <laughs> pay we us. Give him, but... We give him advertisements. Sherman and Quest are our sponsors. But I want to give a quick update and related to the knee sleeves. Me, me and Alex have been talking to us a lot. Titan Support Systems is going to be sending us their knee sleeves to try out yeah and review on the pod and these are not yellow jackets by the way these are new knee sleeves so yeah, new this is sleeves. I'm, i mean maybe an exclusive yeah i don't know if they've made any uh also mention of it, have yeah it i'll be getting i'll be in the titan uh adjustable belt to to review on the pod yeah that is not gonna be honestly it's gonna be sick i you know knee sleeves i'll give a, an honest review on compared to everything else out there but the titan belt's gonna be sick um, yeah. obviously they're 
providing it for us. But uh, they know the deal. They know they're going to send us product and we're going to talk about it. Um, they asked specifically for us to talk about it on the podcast. So um, they know what's coming. If it's yeah. not good, it's not good. But it's Titan, so I know it's going to be good. Yeah, we love the folks at Titan. Obviously, we've spoke, spoken about them many times in the past. Nicest, nicest folks. They just don't have as, you know, it's because they're so consistent. They don't have as much drama as when, like, Inzer comes out with a new product. Everybody's like, oh, my God. Well, right? Titan I just mean, has the shit. I mean, Inzer, I mean, the knee sleeves by Inzer are, like, pretty fucking crazy. And it's been a while. And they were reluctant to get into the raw scene. And now, yeah. you know, they have. a big deal. They do, like, all sorts of, like, really crazy shit. But, like, Titan's known for the quality, the consistency. Um, and this is a new thing because they've had yellow jackets for a while. And, and I think at this point, the yellow jackets are pretty much on par better than SPDs. I don't think SPDs are anything special. And so it's going to be interesting to see what happens in the knee sleeve game with Inzer coming out with these big one, these, these Ergo pros and then Titan coming out with something new. Um, It sounds like they're going to be better than yellow jackets or they're trying to step it up. Right. Yeah. I mean, when Titan comes out with something, it's a big deal too. Cause I mean, they, they've been sticking their bread and butter. Yeah. I mean, how, when's the last time this is a big thing this is a big, yeah, a big thing and the belt is going to be sick because titan already had the best belt then people preferred the sb the overpriced sbd belt because of the adjustability yeah there's some i think there were some patent issues or something and then titan's finally able to create their own adjustable uh lever yeah whether it's a different mechanism uh and a different patent i don't know i don't even care i yeah. just want it from titan i we'll would never buy an sbd belt do you know if it is just their traditional lever that you you know you have just the one notch and you adjust with the screwdriver? I don't know, man. I gotta. I mean, gotta get I it. gotta get right, it. We'll get I gotta it. get it. We'll get. It. Is it new or is it the same as the the normal? Let's no, it's it. a new product. Oh, it's a new product. It's based. I don't know. Okay, so there's the lever, right? Mm-hmm. Belt. Yeah, the normal lever, Titan lever. The, they call it a lever. I don't even know. I I, don't, I, I have a prong lever. belt. Yeah. yeah, this one is adjustable, like automatic adjustable. You don't have to use a screwdriver. Okay, so a similar concept to the similar concept to the SPD belt. Okay. So, not like, you know, let's let's be honest here. I think all the gear companies have stolen ideas from each other. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, who came out with the first slingshot device? Mark Bell. Nah. I, we don't know. Who came out with the first Ben shirt? Inzer. I don't know. I don't know if marathon squat suits were first and they don't even exist anymore. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, SPD just jacked the gripper knee wraps from Inzer and just made them black. So that's going on. Um, yeah, it's all, it's all like just. There's only so much you can do. And some yeah. of it's just like. It's just polyester. It's, it's tight as you market, get on your body, yeah. dude. Yeah, I mean, there's marketing on like how their stitches are and stuff. And we've debated the differences between the different gear. And a lot of it's like quality and some of the design there. But it's, it's you know, same yeah. shit. Right? Anyway. Anyway. That's I mean, the like, news. That's the news with us. We're talking about gear. So, I mean. Oh, and, and let, well, let's talk about our wet gym. The scenery might change in the next month or so, right? Yeah, this podcast? it might. It might. It, well, hopefully it, it, hopefully it does. <laughs> I did, I did, I'm in the, I'm in the process of purchasing a house. You worry about jinx, jinxing it? Yeah, a little bit. I'm in the process of trying yeah. to buy a house. So we won't live together anymore, but yeah, the pod will go strong. The we already have plans on. of doing the pod and then gambling at a location near your There's gonna be a nice, perspective residence. There's going to be a nice dry podcast studio in my house now. <laughs> maybe some lights. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> we won't do it at 11 o'clock at night either. Yeah. No, it's better this way. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and some claws. So we've been talking about knee sleeves and stuff. And, um, you know, I've noticed if you talk about SPD a lot, you know, some people get funny about the money, you know. Once you start <laughs> fucking with people's business, you know, I don't. I think less people like you. You know, there's a lot of people sponsored by SPD. If if you didn't realize, yeah, it's like every powerlifter in my feed. It's like every powerlifter that's half decent, like the entire world's strongest man, like the entire British nationals. Um, yeah. So. So I mean, like I mean, we were talking a lot of shit about the maroon stuff. Yeah, we were talking shit terrible. about like. All this stuff. And then, like, I just keep seeing, like, they're doing, like, a marketing boy, thing. I just see the maroon stuff everywhere. And I'm like, huh. My boy Zen just messaged me, said, 
they definitely fucked with the color saturation in the photo shoots. And when you see the maroon shit in person, it just looks like ass. Yeah. So I was in, <laughs> I was in the Chipotle parking lot in, uh, right by my work. I just see this jacked lady pushing a stroller. I'm like, fuck that lady's jacked. Is that like, she looks like a fucking bodybuilder or something. She starts getting close to me and I'm like, I know that body. I know that torso. I know that trunk. Yeah, it's I know those legs. Unmistakable. And I'm I just shout out. I'm like, hey, is that Meg Scanlon? Elite powerlifter? <laughs> she looks over at me. <laughs> I think she like knows who I am, but not like very well. She tagged you in a post. Yeah, she once, tagged me in said. a post before. About what? <laughs> Some like some lift, and she was like, "Is it an exercise?" She, she oh, was, it's an exercise. Like something like buy you guys a steak or something. I don't know. She she knows who we are, yeah. but um, <laughs> she started laughing. She came over, and I was like, "I saw it. I saw this jacked lady pushing a stroller." And I was like, "Is that is that an elite power lifter? Is that Meg Scanlon? <laughs> it's not every get, day. Dude. Do you get recognized on the street often? You know, she's yeah, just, her little twins with her. Yeah, I saw her little twins. I was like, "You're fucking awesome." Yeah, you know, seven wow. seven months just missing, missing national champion by one lift. You know, yeah. crazy. And you saw her in the. I wild. saw her in the flesh in the wild. Yeah, but That's I mean, like, sick. she's sponsored by SBD. I mean, she might have been like, she might have been a little. Didn't, you think she would have had a warmer salutation or something? If yeah, you, I mean, she looked a little like, yeah, oh, hey, you know, hey, man, hey. yeah, we might be blacklisted. I think I think you ever been black. Be. I've been officially blacklisted, blacklisted. from companies, so I wasn't allowed to buy Titan gear for a long time. That's from hilarious. from Titan or from any Titan dealer on the planet. They all got my name. So when I called up like Lifting Large or Ken Anderson, they're like, "No, sorry, Wait. we can't sell to you." And I had to have other people order me gear. Are you serious? Yeah. Why? Because I think I heard this, but tell it to the pod. very quick. I was. In college, I was sponsored by Titan. I was, I mean, at the time, I had the highest total, highest lifts, highest Wilkes ever done in college meet, and I was going to Junior Worlds and supposed to face off against Carling Bar Christensen, and I was sponsored by Titan. And then there was a group email chain of for the Junior World team, and like Newt Douglas was on it, and Preston Turner, and I mean, we had a great junior team back then, and Malik Durstein, and they're all like, "Hey guys, have you got all?" have you got your Titan stuff? And we're like a month out of the meet. And I'm like, nah, dude, the service fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and so someone took my email. And at this point, like I'm sponsored by Titan, but I hadn't met anyone there personally. Yeah. Like, so I, like I didn't have any personal connection to it. And I was just like, okay, these people are sending me gear. I hardly knew about the power of the game. So someone takes my email and sends it there. And not only did they drop me, they also blacklisted me. I probably said some after. Well, after they told me I, you know, dropped. I probably told them. To oh go yeah. Fuck them. Fuck their mothers or something. So yeah, you, you know, I was a twenty-one-year-old some... psychopath. So yeah. that's when I got blacklisted from buying it. <laughs> I, <can't, laughs> I couldn't even purchase it. I can't even imagine what you must have said. You probably yeah. You got a dirty mouth. Twelve years ago, I was even worse. Yeah. No, I know. I know. You you don't care. You don't yeah, care. I don't care. That's fucking hilarious. Well, that and yeah, that's how I got in, sponsored by Inzer, and then they dropped me. Everybody knows that story. So it's just round and round, round and round. But now we're we're definitely blacklisted at SPD. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like our names have been sent out on the, the you know. I mean, there, there's probably the, a, the, the raw facts. It's probably a cease and desist being drafted right now as we speak. maybe well we can i get we got to skip ahead of this topic so we can just close <laughs> the book on this so i was reading a post today from owen hubbard who's like a really good 83 kilo raw lifter from great britain and um he at one point had the bench world record for full meat which is like benching more than brett gibbs and like back then when you know shit was going crazy in the 83s um and he posted that he's not doing British Nationals because he's sponsored by A7. Mm-hmm. And the GB Power Fed or whatever, mm-hmm. GB Powerlifting, is, has a contract with SBD that all competitors must wear full SBD kit on the platform. Huh. And so he can't wear A7. Do, do you have to buy it? 
Or do they supply it? <laughs> SPD is supplying full kit That's to what, every lifter? I don't fucking know, dude. No way, right? Well, there might not be that many of them. Can one of our can one of our British bros reach out? Yeah, what's the know? story with this? This shit Dean, tr- is this Dean true? Boring. Is this true? Yeah, error and omission. He's younger. <laughs> Y'all, yeah, we have some error and, error and omissions to go over, but let's let's just talk about this real quick. So the GB powerlifting. Sounds Won't weird. let anybody wear IPF approved gear unless it's SPD. It makes no sense, and that rule has to be that has to be squashed. It probably, is, I mean, Owen Hubbard's lifted for a long time, and I think he's been sponsored by A Seven for a while. So this can't. This has to be a new thing, so and he, it's just like such a happened. weird move on. Why would SPD like? I can understand why you'd want that contract, but why would you want to? Why would you want to like? force everybody to wear your sh- like force no people way. to wear your shit maybe it's like you have to wear a t-shirt that says spd or something because like that's yeah, a i thing. had to do it at the that's a thing that they do at some meets right like when yeah. they pay for the sponsorship but to wear the knee, the knee sleeves you can't wear a7 knees that there's yeah. there's, there's got to be more to this no but, that's what it's saying people are well, freaking out about it we're gonna, well, look, we're we're gonna putting, look into it it'll probably we're, be we're putting this out in the airwaves and you know i just wanted to mention that i think it's fucked yeah. up i don't well, really have much to say about it if it's true it's super dumb yeah i mean that'll be like you know inzer sponsoring a meet and saying everybody has to wear inzer gear or something. yeah all that's right well retarded. we wanted to do errors and omissions but we got we well, got i mean there's only stuff. really no there's two okay ray bowring is 18 we said he was 21 i don't know what the fuck i was looking at obviously he's a freshman going he's a he's a rising into his freshman year at midland university i thought maybe he was transferring i don't know I feel like country. we've had we've we've fucked up ages a couple times when we're looking at open powerlifting because we fucked up t- we fucked up a few ages. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. So Arizona Mission, he's eighteen. Also, from my people in Norway, we will not attempt to correct, but we basically pronounced every Norwegian lifter's name wrong two episodes ago. Yeah, we ignorant. <laughs> we ignorant as fuck. We. I mean, I think you all know that if we knew how to say it, we would. Say it right. We apologize. We apologize to but our we, friends in Norway. We're ignoramus. Smooth. We're still gonna try to come out there and just talk mad trash. We're smooth. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we've been talking about gear a little bit. Let's um. I mean, let's switch it to some current, you know, some current topics. We're trying to trying to come up with some, you know, some things to discuss. And the world's strongest man happened because we were talking about SPD sponsoring shit. You know, it's on mainstream television and it's like SBD world's strongest man. Yeah. So yeah, maybe we just can't get there. away from this. We can't get away from it. But um I mean any any interesting things to note? I mean any interesting things to note? Well any interesting things I got a, to I got a little recap. I got a little recap. So qualifying heats. There's one thing I want to talk about. Well I was yeah, we'll talk about that. But I was watching I always like to watch Luke Richardson because he was like IPF world junior champion. Mm-hmm. raw and he was probably going to beat ray williams at some point but um he decided to just become a pro strongman and he made his he made a final he made the final last year first mm-hmm. time out he's like super young too it might have been a record so this year everybody had high hopes for the kid and i was like kind of excited to see how he did and uh first event of his heat was a loading race and he tore his bicep in the first event yeah. So that never really got off the ground. Sucks to see. But those guys heal up quick. They just pop some shit in there. And some GH, some some uh, BPC 157. Yeah. So hopefully like he'll that. be all right. He's got a long, long uh, career to go. Yeah. Um, There was one crazy thing that happened in the last heat, which had the defending champion, Alexei Novikov. And I wore my Ukraine shirt for Alexei Novikov. This guy gave me the shirt at uh, IPF Worlds 2018 and then popped. So Alexei Novikov? Gave <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> a Ukrainian lifter did. It's kind of that's kind of sick though. This is the last IPF meet this guy ever did, and we exchanged T-shirts. He popped yeah. after. We used to be boys. Maybe there's some oils <laughs> yeah. still embedded in it. Yeah. Anyway, Novikov, Ukrainian. He's un- an undersized strongman. He's pretty small, like maybe even under 300 pounds. Not that tall. Um, and he won last year, like out of nowhere. But again. They just ran World's Strongest Man in 2020, summer 2020, just were like, oh, fuck coronavirus. We need to have one. 
So they had it, but it was just a weird year, and Novikov won. All right. Everybody was focused on doing world records on, I don't know, TV streams or something. Yeah. Everyone was off hurting themselves. doing. But what happened was, like, him and Luke Stoltman were, like, one and two in the heat, and they they go in the last event was this event where they had to hold a pickaxe like in the front of them for time. Hold. They always do some sort of like for time implement for the shoulders. So they thought that you know whoever won, being that they were like kind of in first and second, like whoever yeah. won the the matchup between because they're going head to head, um, and the pickaxe hold would go to the final. So like Luke Stoltman wins, Novikov thinks he gets second. Stoltman celebrating. But it turns out that two guys who went before them, who were in third and fourth, but it was really tight, they had they both had better times. And so there ended up being a two-way tie for first and a two-way tie for second. So Bobby Thompson, who was in third, now was in first because the tiebreaker, so they were tied in points after five events, but the tiebreaker was actually that event also. So it was like a double fuck you. Hmm. So Bobby Thompson, an American guy, won the heat. He gets an automatic bid to the final. And they've been doing this thing the last couple of years where second and third in the heat have to do a stone off, which is fucking stupid because if the way they did the stone off last year, if you won and made it to the final, there was no chance you had any like power left in your body to compete in the final. So anyway, they're still doing that shit, but I think they changed the format so it doesn't go for unlimited time. Mm-hmm. But um, so... Luke Stoltman got gotten to stone off because he was tied for first, but got dumped in the second. Then, um, I think this Canadian dude was tied with Novikov for third, but he had a better time than Novikov. So Novikov, defending champion, who yeah. thought he was second in his heat, the, the, almost won it. He actually got the fourth. The tiebreaker was the was the pickaxe hold. Yeah, and so he got he didn't even out. get into the stone off. Yeah. So Novikov just eliminated right off the bat. I thought that was really interesting, and World's Strongest Man scoring is a little fucking weird. And I mean, it's fucking weird. Like I, you know, we watched a couple recaps and some videos, and apparently everybody was in really good shape. Everybody looked really yeah. strong. It, yeah. So I, I think Novikov came to play, but I mean, I think it was just too tight and some weird rule just like bumped him out. Yeah, by a ch, you know. <laughs> yeah. You know what that is? Yeah, I know what that is. All right. Hopefully our listeners know what a CH is. Yeah. But <laughs> anyway, I think that's the interesting shit that happened in the qualifying heats. In yeah. the final, um, apparently it was really close. Um, Brian Shaw broke a world record like by half mm-hmm. a fucking meter for the keg, to- keg over bar, which is a lot. And then they also had this um, train pull event. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> it was supposed to be a train pull. <laughs> They, uh, I mean, these these morons, you know. It's it's dumb as who's fuck. Who's who's smoother? They the people who set up this uh, competition. Sometimes they do some smooth shit. So, they um they have this like apparatus to pull a train where you have to like you know pull, pull on this like fucking. It's kind of like that Arnold wheel of wheel of pain. No, I think that was not the event. I think no. it was actually they were trying to pull the train, and that was like um. A different event they were showing highlights of where we were watching. Oh shit! It. Yeah, it's fine though. Wait, let me let me interject real quick because this is like a random factoid that I think only a few people know. So, every world strongest man, there's substitutes that actually go, and yeah. they don't compete, but they're there in case someone gets injured or no shows or something. Mm-hmm. So, guy I used to train with, Eric Dawson, up at Titan Barbell in Massachusetts, and he helped me for my first strongman meet. Great guy. He's a pro strongman. Um, never really, I don't, I think he, he might've been natural, most likely natural, um, by the looks of him. And, uh, he just never took it to that level where he was in the world's strongest man, like final or anything like that. But he's done a lot of pro shows, traveled the world. He was a sub like in 2019. And so I was following the stuff. So they have a bunch of these extra strong men or subs and they go out and they test all the events before the actual athletes do it. Hmm. So they try all the implements, they try all the events, kind of test run them. And that's what kind of makes the story even crazier when you tell it. Yeah. So they had this train pool and uh, they had Yanni Hansen start out. And this guy, guy, this guy's trying to pull this train for like an entire minute. 
and it won't budge. <laughs> just straining for a just whole Just straining. Minute. He's just like pushing up against, like pulling against this fucking thing, not moving at an inch. And uh, then they realized the fucking air brakes were on. Yeah. He's like, oh shit. So the bad. brakes were on. And then the next the guy The next guy out. goes, he can't fucking budge it. And so they're like, the thing's too heavy. It was like, I don't even know how many tons. I think it was, it was. 40. It's fucking crazy. So they so they disconnected tons. one of the one of the cars from the train and then uh they made it 25 tons. <laughs> yeah, so then then people were actually able to move it but they had to switch it to a pull. No, a push. A push. A push no instead a of a pull. Yeah. yeah. And then somehow <laughs> some way Yanni Hansen, the guy that got fucked over, they let him go last. It's like a misload and power off thing like they let you go last. He won the event. He went last and he won. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he went again and won. Yeah. Which we thought was pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I mean, you see you see fucked up meats like USPA drug tested gnats and Oh yeah. You, know, you think about that. You think, you know <laughs> you know, maybe it's just powerlifting, but no, strong men are smooth as fuck too. They just make it up. They're just making it up. Dude. Someone works for the world's strongest man and has to like calculate the weights and design the implements and like I want to know who it is. I don't want to get too far into the weeds, but like when I did a strongman event and it was run by pro strongman and I competed against two pros and I obviously got last, but the way they warm up is not like powerlifters. Okay, after they do the first event, they were like, "Oh, my whole body's warm. I'm good." So like, we were. On the third event for us was like 350 pounds in each hand, farmer carry, and these guys didn't warm up. But I'm sitting there, I'm like, yo, fuck this, I don't want to hurt myself. So I, I go up to the implement while there's like downtime, and I'm like doing deadlifts with it mm. to try and like warm, just warm my body up so I don't tear something. And I just think strong men are just a different breed. Like powerlifting people, yeah. I, I mean, think we talk about this all the time. People like make it so serious in their warm ups and yeah. all, this, all the science that goes into it. The strongman, there's no science. Oh. They don't even fucking warm up for a lot of these events. Like remember Depen- when Phil It depends. Fist- it depends. Remember but- when Phil Fister like um won that car walk to like pull ahead of Pujanowski in like oh six? Yeah. I remember watching the footage of how that went down. How he warmed up for that is he took a three fifteen barbell out of a rack outside just in the grass and just started walking with it but then he went and picked up like a 700 pound car and a harness Mm. and walked like 50 like 25 yards or whatever it was but like yeah how does that warm you up how do you warm up for a harness i don't i don't know i i thought when i got there a strongman event that there would be some period of time where we could like as we load whatever implement it was like a circus dumbbell yeah like we would able we would able to load it warm up with it no, there's a 210-pound dumbbell laying there, and I'm over here with a 70-pound dumbbell that the lightweight females just used warming up my shoulder and jumping straight to 210. There was no other weights that I could take because there's, like, other groups going, other weight classes going. There's no, like, warm-up. Maybe in the pros, like, maybe it's a little different. We'll have to talk to somebody, but that's that's pretty smooth. I'm just saying, even Phil Fister, like, all he could do was walk around with 315, then he had to, like, yeah. harness up with, like, 700-something pounds. And it's a totally different implement. You know what I'm saying? Like I know. I, I know. They don't I, I care. Mean, and they get they get like four guys get injured every event, every year. You know, yeah. every year. Yeah. You know. I mean, maybe that's what happened to Luke Richardson. Yeah. Right. Like you just try to go pick up something like, like for yeah. a loading race, and you're not warm, and boom, bicep yeah. gone. See you later. Yeah, a lot of guys fucking get hurt. Terry Holland's got hurt this year. Anyway, speaking of Fister, uh, I mean the the fing the the fingling fingers, Fingle fingles, fingles fingers. He that guy was a beast at those. People love tearing their they, triceps on that. They did that this year. I th- I think. Yeah. I think it was pretty sick. But, yeah, it's um, always sick when they have it. But anyway, we want to talk about who won. Yeah, I guess I guess we might as well, right? <laughs> well, I guess you know those are like the interesting, stupid parts of the competition that we wanted to point out because that's what we like gravitate towards is the stupidity, but. Um, it came down to Brian Shaw versus Tom Stoltman. Mm-hmm. Two brothers were in the final. Tom Stoltman um, for the win. Atlas Stones was the yep. last event. And um, Tom Stoltman got him good yeah. and uh, won his first title. And Brian Shaw was denied his fifth title, which he's been trying for a long time. I'm surprised he's still going. He looked really good. You yeah, were like, he did. Man, he he set some fucking, records. He yeah, he set good. some records. So. He looked juicy. But Tom Stoltman won three events. 
mm-hmm. out of six. I mean, it's pretty tough. Mm, who got third, Jeff? Caron or? No, no, the other who... Canadian guy. Can't oh, say his name. Yeah. That's right. Jeff Caron had like a hamstring tear. Or he something. got fucked up too. Yeah, Jeff Caron tears a muscle every every fucking yeah, event he, got, he does. He got jacked up. <laughs> the guy's just too. Hmm. He's too fucking lean. <laughs> Oh, uh, Maxime Boudreau. Yeah, Maxime Boudreau. I've never heard of him, but I think we he did saw, really well. We probably saw him at the Arnold. Yeah. But, anyway, um, that's what happened, man. It's kind of weird. Like, now someone different wins it every year. Like, the last three years have been. A lot of people have been fucked up. Eddie yeah. and Thor gone. But even with them, they each won one and disappeared. So, yeah. I mean, if I go back in my memory, it's like, it's like Tom Stoltman, who, by the way, they say is autistic. And this is, like, a big deal. Um, I've never met the guy, but good for him. Yeah, um, I think he has like Asperger's or something. I mean, this is the Spicy PL podcast, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> Let's skip whatever you're about to say. I shouldn't say it, huh? Yeah. All right. So we got Tom Stoltman. <laughs> <laughs> we got Tom Stoltman. Last year we had Novikov. Right. The year before that we had Martins. The year before that was Thor. The year before that was Eddie. And the year before that, I don't fucking know who won. But, I mean, it's pretty crazy because the, the whole thing with Strongman, people really like when people go on these runs like Brian Shaw four, you know, Pujanowski at four. Mm-hmm. Or maybe he had five. It's taxing, dude. I think I think it's become more competitive just like all the other sports. You just think like powerlifting, it's, yeah. it's more competitive. I yeah. mean, when you have a physical freak, even like half Thor and, you know. They you, were afraid of the chemicals. Well, there's chemicals and there's injury and there's just so much you can push the body. And so. Yeah. It's tough, but um, I mean, it's a good recap, good recap. All right, so I mentioned something when we were talking about that. You want to get back to that? Yeah. I mean, we can quickly just shit on the USPA real quick because we love doing that. Yeah, so we saw our, you know, some people from our area. Um, Kevin Can, he's a powerlifting coach in our area who's been controversial at times. No, nothing with us, but uh, some of the raw lifters, kind of poke fun at how he kind of studies West side training and implements all this stuff, which, you know, I mean, I actually kind of agree with, you know, some of the stuff they do. And I did a podcast with Kevin or whatever. Um, but anyway, so some of you may know him, some of you may not. He went to USPA drug tested nationals with one of his lifters, Jess. I don't know her last name. So Hit, mm. hit me up, yell at me, I don't care. She's a really good lifter. She's like placed like fourth at USAPL Nationals or like top six or something. Yeah, she's a good lifter. Really, really good, really strong. Um, And she was like in the 165 weight class, I think. And uh, they're out there in Palm Springs, beautiful Palm Springs. I've been there for a meet before. And uh, they start lifting and they're like, shit, man, this sucks compared to USAPL. Uh, there's no really good scoring system out here. And, oh, our flight is our, our, the 67 and a half kilo girls or whatever the fuck weight class that is. We're splitting the two, two on two different platforms, not even just two flights following each other, two different platforms. So, And then it wasn't done by like total or something. It was just done like randomly. Yeah, yeah it was like typically you have like a shit dick flight of like the lifters that yeah, are not going to place. And then you have the like the primetime flight, right? But they they just like randomly had it split up. So like someone that placed second was like in a different flight from someone who plays first. And yeah. like you, you like just like just lost by five kilos and got two and a half for second. I, I know these numbers are roundabout, but it was like super close. But they literally didn't know what the winner was doing because they were on a different platform and the scoring system wasn't aggregating the platform. So there was no way to know. People were trying to watch both live streams, like figure it the fuck out, figure out what Kevin had to call in the deadlifts. And I was like, you know what? And that's why we always say, like, you know, after the Arnold and, that, and you know, when, when Steve Mann doesn't have jumbo screens and all this shit and all the shit that Raw Lifters complain about, and it's like, go to the USPA. Good luck. You know, when Garrett fears, like, recruiting people to go to USPA, we said, good luck, have fun. Yeah. Because it's going to fucking stink. Yeah. I mean, if you want to get gassed and lift in, like, some strict fed, then, yeah, sure, yeah. Go, go ahead. But, like, the drug tested shit, it's like, I mean, yeah, go ahead. Have All fun. All right, I'll say this. <laughs> and it took like good. It took, like, eight hours to run the meet, too. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it was a long-ass meet. If you're good and you want to get on, and you're gassed up, and you can do, like, the current or what... 
or whatever big if the showdown i don't know what feds do what meets but the uspa meets that are like not nationals they're like the the big meets right? yeah and the big money those are meets. cool but yeah. not that many people get to do those probably uspa nationals both of them tested yeah. and untested stinks yeah but if you're gonna do a cuck meet like do the usapl cuck meet you know yeah don't don't do the uspa cuck meet. yeah you'll get your weight loaded right like 99.9 percent yeah. of the time i know garrett fear has you know beef with the judging you know at the USAPL, dude i messaged dude. that kid about that he that never even read it dude i don't know what the well, problem garrett is. fear is too you know popular he's, to talk to joe capolino i think so he's i'm a little surprised so he posted like he he posted a he like reposted usapl um because they posted ian bell's like unofficial world record deadlift and was like this is why you know equipped lifting is dying Poor judging. <laughs> so you know what I messaged <laughs> them? I said, these are the same judges that judge Raw Nationals. They were there all week. And I go, number two, I said, number one, that. Number two, Ian doesn't care. Number three, equip lifting is dying because it's too hard and you have to train in groups. Like, so I admit that. But, like, there's uh, there, it's not because of the fucking judging. Yeah, I go, was, number four, when there's bad judging at these other meets, like the fucking Kern, which there was, and he was commentating, and he was saying the judging was pretty bad. Nobody talks about it because nobody fucking cares, okay? So he's just going to cherry pick a one lift. Yeah, like when Andre yeah. Milanichev squatted high but set all these world records, did anybody say that he squatted high? No, they sucked his dick. I, said, I actually said to him in a message, I said, do you think Ray Williams, all his 1,000-pound squats were to depth? Nobody would say that, okay? But I'm the only person who will bring it up. But if you ask someone to tell the truth, no one would be like, oh, unequivocally, Ray Williams fucking squats to death. No every, issues. Every single one of them. Yeah. And then you should be able to say that when you he's setting world records, but you can't. You yeah. can't say it. So I, I didn't like that, but fuck the USPA, honestly. And Cordero was talking about how US, the USAPL is a nonprofit. Yeah. And USPA is a for-profit business run by one person. So, yeah, you know. There, there's reasons you would want to cut corners. US, USAPL actually wants to spend their money to yeah. put on a better product because they're not taking a profit yeah. and they're not supposed to. Yeah, they're like, oh, we have extra money. Let's pay the athletes. Let's let's have prizes. Like we, they didn't even like really announce it. They're yeah, just like, oh, twenty k. It wasn't like about getting publicity or looking yeah, at it. It was just the, like, oh, we have some money. Let's give it to the athletes. Better like, production. Let's spend money on the production. Actually, staff their meets. Have people run it. Have people run the scoring program so you can see. Yeah. And live results while you're lifting it all takes money yeah so just think about it next time someone wants to talk trash yeah you mentioned eric cordero i know he listens to the podcast so he'll probably enjoy you know he he actually has a sometimes i agree with some of his opinions on on things and he he's been in the game that. for a long time he's been in the game he's somewhat of a historian um he run he runs he meets, runs he competes meets. at meets he's a state chair for, I mean, so he just, from every angle he knows what's going on so i think you know he had commented there kind of saying that point you had just made but i think there was another um like current topic that he was he was commenting on and that was uh what what the fuck was that man there's something i wanted to talk about the virginia meet yeah that's what it was <laughs> he was talking about it's called that. the virginia pro yeah, he was talking about that. <laughs> what did he say about it? I think I think he was like he, I think he reposted like the guy's screenshot. And he was like the guy had said like I'm just a one man operation. So yeah. like if you have we're, we're going to talk about this. <laughs> if you it's have ridiculous. comments, you know, let me know. <laughs> so I think Eric was kind of shitting on him for that. For our international <laughs> listeners and things and people who might not know about this, there's uh there's a gentleman who's been w running some meets in Virginia and they've been pretty, they, they've been on Instagram and they've been pretty big production similar to yeah. what he got some video walls. He yeah. did some big production. Meets. It's big for a local meet. Yeah. And apparently this guy, he just, he's kind of like that Fisher financial guy at the, the thousand pound baddest bencher meet that like fronted all the money for it. Like this he guy, just loves powerlifting. he just loves powerlifting and hates money. You know, he just, He's just like apparently he went on the two white two white light podcast and like was and just says basically he saying, enjoys losing money. Yeah, he just like loves giving money away to watch powerlifting. 
<laughs> just like he's like, I'm not making a profit. Like it doesn't make sense. So, so now he's instead of just running local meets, he's he's uh, running something called the Virginia Pro Super Show or something, which yeah. It's called Virginia something, so it's a and good, local. And meet, good but, for this guy. I mean, he sounds like a fucking awesome, nice man. You but, know. Yeah, but uh, it doesn't sounds like he doesn't know what he's doing though. I'm gonna be such a hater when I'm done with this. Yeah, but, let it go, let it out. But he's inviting all the best raw lifters, and they're competing for some cash prizes. I don't know if it's twenty grand or something. It's it's a, it's, a, it's a decent chunk of change. A decent chunk of change. Everybody's showing up for the money, so I know it's it's not just twenty five hundred dollars or whatever you know, which was good from USAPL that twenty grand. That was crazy. Yeah, but I mean, but that it was might be every week. That was uh, no, that was best lifter, male and female, in, yeah. in the different categories. So it was like yeah. a lot of money actually. Twenty five hundred times eight, but it was. Uh, this is more money because I think it's just best male, best female. So maybe 10K each or maybe there's 5K for second. Oh, it's best Shit male like and best female? Oh, no, no, no. No. You're right. You're right. And I think that's another thing. That Cornell okay. Not. Okay. Okay. Now I got it. It's just on fucking formula, right? So he invited, you would think you would invite every national champion, um, kind of like Sheffield did. They invited the current world champions, but this is obviously only open to American lifters. And, uh, but apparently number one, that didn't happen. So like the first thing that I saw of this was that the current super heavyweight raw champion wasn't invited, but Ray Williams was. Yeah. So Jesus Oliveras was invited. I mean, this guy, he, he sounds like he just loves powerlifting, you know, and he just wants to like okay, be in the same start, room. Are you just going to make excuses every time we... For this guy every time. I'm not making excuses. I was about to kind of shit on him. Oh, okay. I was about to say he just wants to like sniff all these power lifters that are his favorites and get them in the same room and yeah. kind of coddle them and be a little weird. <laughs> he wants Maybe to that's sniff what it Ray sounds like. Singlet. Yeah, I think that like he wants to he wants to like get an autograph from Ray Williams and like you know see you know. <laughs> Yeah, if you went on like the he past, just doesn't know what he's doing. If you went know. on the past 24 months of powerlifting performance or even like 30 something months of powerlifting performance. Ray Williams is not supposed to be invited to any big meets. He hasn't Mm-mm. competed or totaled. He bombed out of the 2019 worlds. Oh. Oh. He had a pretty bad total at 2019. That's he won. I mean, he just wouldn't be the first super heavyweight invited. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Jesus would. You're right. And like, I think this guy might be out of touch. Maybe he thinks Ray Williams is going to be a bigger draw, but like, Everyone yeah. knows who Jesus is, and I think now like people that are actually willing to go to a powerlifting event or pay for a live stream for powerlifting know who he is, and and he will be just as big of a draw. But yeah, maybe this 100%. guy's living in the past and thinks, you know, if I have Ray Williams at the meet, it's going to be bigger. Like that could be something. Maybe he doesn't want to sniff his jock. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, but there are other notable lifters who are doing it, like Ashton Ruska, Taylor Atwood, Dennis Cornelius. Um, Meg Scanlon, Miss Amanda Ann. I don't know. I didn't see Russ Orhe on there. But anyway, so people are commenting like, hey, man, like you're missing some really good. You're missing the lifters that you're supposed to have at this meet. And people are tagging uh, Jesus and shit. And he just says, well, if you want someone invited, just email me. I don't really know what's it's like. He literally was like, I don't know who I'm He's supposed like, to invite. This is a one man show. I don't, I don't know what I'll, you know, just talk to me. And then people are complaining about like, you know, it's, it's best lifter by like GL points, men and women combined, all weight classes. And everyone's like, GL points is dumb. And like, it's not fair. Yeah, AKA IPF points. So Dennis <clears throat> was the one who started, you know, most of the conversation on this. And then Bryce Lewis was kind of posting about Dennis's thoughts. And then, Taylor Atwood chimed in and was kind of like, you know, just like a little Mighty Mouse deal, Napoleon complex. I'm the best. Oh, people are talking shit. Dennis was trying to start a conversation. So, I mean, no matter how good Taylor Atwood is, he's I mean, still he going to act best, like a, He's still going to act like Change a, it to Will because he's still the best. Yeah, he is. Well, that Dennis was basically like, okay, if you really do the numbers, for Dennis to catch Dennis or Ray or Jesus, and he did it with their real body weights to catch Taylor Atwood. So to win, they have to actually lift inhuman amounts of weight. It's kind of like yeah. when, it's kind of like when Blaine oh. benched a thousand and he lost to someone yeah. who benched eight hundred. Well, this is like this is so dumb because we talked about this so many times and like I don't know what everybody's complaining about. Like it's retarded. Like GL IPF points, 
like they're dumb this dumb like it was wilkes and then we want to get away from wilkes because wilkes is a weirdo and you know dots dots is it dots is the way to go dots is the updated wilkes we talked about this i don't know on that pod episode fucking two two one you know like this is this is dumb everyone knows Everyone knows GL points is stupid. Yeah, so Dennis, but Dennis was just putting, so it's like kind of like when someone did the math, like, okay, to beat Jen Thompson, if Blaine wanted to beat Jen Thompson, he would have to bench 1,000 pounds mm-hmm. raw. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so obviously no one's going to do that. Julius Maddox isn't going to, no one's going to do yeah. it. it. So it's it shouldn't be that it's statistically impossible for someone in a certain weight class to win. That was Dennis's point. Not that he's better than Taylor Atwood. Oh, yeah. So Dennis is a very humble guy. So basically Dennis is like either make more weight classes, like kind of like the world game class, like you want to do two classes against each other or four, or do it by total and split it up and make super classes or change it to Wilkes or Dot. Yeah. That he was like anything is better than this. Yeah. I think yeah, I think have a male and female and do dots. You know, if the guy's open ears and like, I don't know what I'm doing, email me. You know, give me advice. How do I make this a better event? Like that's what it is. Do a male and female I guess. and do dots. Done. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Taylor Adwell still. So win. Taylor was like <laughs> posting like but like he wasn't posting like, hey, this is stupid, like I'm the best by any score, so like what's the problem? He was like posting like, you know, how like certain people they're fueled by the haters and shit like that. Like he seems like that yeah, type whatever. of dude and I just think anybody under five four is probably gonna be like that. <laughs> I haven't met the guy. I, I haven't met know. the guy either, but I mean, it, you know, it if you can't, you know, I don't know, man. You he, can't participate in a conversation without jacking your own dick. I mean, he's I mean. been he's been a little guy, you know. He's been a little guy for his entire life. <laughs> yeah. He's fucking sick. Let him sick. have his moment. He's fucking sick at powerlifting. He's sick. He's, he's fucking sick. sick. So, you know, if on the, the on the flip if side, if you were the sick, if you were the sickest, you'd be talking shit too. On the I talk shit, I'm not even the sickest. But I mean, the, you have been, and you still on, talk shit. On the flip side, some some guy was, and Taylor like reposted this, like, yeah, the reason you have to lift inhuman amounts to beat Taylor is because Taylor's lifting inhuman amounts. I was like, yeah, it's a little different when it's been done and when it's, it's different. basically statistically impossible. But that, I mean, I could see, you it's, know, it's different. I think I think when you go to Wilkes and Dots, it becomes a little bit. It, it, it's a little bit fair. Well, I want. I think everybody knows that we and we yeah. Who debates it? No, it should be Dots. But we talked, if you're giving away money and it means something, and it's not just a meaningless trophy at the end of a world meet where you're, you're one world champion might get an extra trophy versus another and nobody really cares, Yeah, it should it should be looked into a little bit when, yeah. there's, when there's some money on the line. And, like, I bet you this guy probably will change it. I think this guy, like, literally just doesn't. He might do no. what he wants. But, like, but it's his money. If he wants to give, If he wants to give money away, you know. I met this guy. <laughs> give money away. I met this guy, man. Yeah. I might. My antennas were up on him. I didn't get a oh, good. Yeah? I didn't get a good warm feeling when I met this guy. Oh yeah. You think he was trying to fleece Luis for some video panels, and the conversation lasted about a minute. And I was just standing there, and I was like, I literally go, Luis, I go, Luis, why are we wasting time talking to this guy? Like this, this guy literally is like, like the stupidest guy I ever met. I was like, Luis, stop wasting your time. Your time's worth more than that. Let's go. And Luis looked at me like. Bro, I'm, like I'm having a con- like I was being a dick. Luis is just trying, he's a businessman. He's trying to make a deal work, and if it's for a powerless <laughs> meet, and he want and he can provide panels, it was so work. insane. It was so insane that it like I was like Luis, like we need to go, like we have something else to do, and like this guy is literally like he's trying to get free stuff from you, and I just didn't, I didn't get a good vibe from the guy, and I said this like a few episodes ago. All these money meets, they come and they go. We were talking about this when, like, yeah. the showdown or the curve. You think, you like think it's a scheme? You think it's I think a it's scheme? a scheme. Well, if the guy's literally saying, I'm going to lose 20 grand on this meat, is it sustainable? I don't know. I mean, like, maybe he's got a plan for streams. Maybe he's got a plan for sponsorships. Maybe he's going to break even. Maybe it's a scheme. Maybe he wants to sniff. <laughs> maybe he wants to sniff scheme, his favorite powerlifters. It might be, I don't a, know. you know, it might be a sex scheme. It might be some <laughs> other type of scheme. There's some sort. Of, there's something going down. You're in. <laughs> there's something going. Around. Dude, I didn't like the guy. Okay, I'm just gonna put it. Up. I don't like this fucking guy. Okay, I don't get a good feeling. It's like when. Yeah, it's like when, when, when I had that bodybuilding guy that was like yeah. offering to pay for everything, and like he had a history like where. He got arrested for like being a con artist and like was an informant for the FBI against like Google and like got out of jail time. But, but really, he just wanted to see your butthole. 
Yeah, he definitely wanted. He just loved bodybuilding, <laughs> and you know, in a love. He like, loved it. Think he about loved this. it more than I love it. He loved sexually having sex with bodybuilders that he was willing to con hundreds of people to guarantee himself sex with bodybuilders. I don't okay? know. Yeah. That's where the motivations come from. And this guy, I'm not saying he's trying to have sex with anybody, whatever I'm saying. <laughs> there has to be something there's, else there's going catch. on. There's, there's no catch. way he's like, I'm just this guy. I'm going to lose 20 I just love I'm running these powerlifting. All right, what about the Fisher Financial guy? That guy just loved powerlifting. Um, he's probably I, worth a lot of money. And I just, believe that Tiny somehow convinced him that this meet would have so many viewers on the stream and yeah. in live that he would be able to sell services. Marketing value. I mean, we're talking yeah. about Fisher Finance. We remember the name. You know, I'll never forget the name. Fisher Financial Services. Maybe if you need, you know, <laughs> need ma- something. Maybe if you want to invest something, you yeah. know, maybe you should call. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, man, that's just. I don't have anything specific some mar- to say. So mark Joe's words because sometimes he can be prolific, you know, and it's like, you know. I just don't think this is going to go. Best case scenario, I think the best case scenario for this meet is that it goes on for two to three years and then just disappears. Worst case scenario is that someone finds out this guy's a fucking weirdo, okay? So that's your range right there. There's no best case scenario know. where this turns, there, this changes powerlifting for the better. There's no, none of that. I mean, okay, all right. I was gonna just say like maybe the guy's a nice guy and just loves powerlifting and hates money, but you know, you think you got a sense? I didn't meet the guy. I don't know. I don't fucking know. I met the guy. All right, all right. You don't and like and him. and okay. don't like Keep him? in mind, he's only. He's, you don't like him. I don't like him. He's remember this story that one of our other and I don't. I'm not even gonna put one of our other close friends sold him a product. That is very popular product. And he's the only person ever to return this product. You don't remember this? Uh, DRL. Uh, I didn't want to have to do it, but I had to do it because you're fucking... You're fucked up. No, I need the I need the okay. I need the so viewers. I need okay. the viewers to know. There's a little context. There's a little context here. All this right, guy... This guy, he, he's he's one of a kind, special in a bad way. Yeah, sometimes like you meet like like I know like Luis, <laughs> he talks about. <laughs> I don't want to blow up Luis's spot, but like sometimes there's clients that like want to rent like DJ equipment and like panels and like they're not in a position like Luis is a professional. He runs big concerts for like Snoop Dogg and you know yeah. different like big names. But then there's like bar mitzvah Bob that like runs something and can't afford you know can't afford panels but then he like stole his mom's checkbook and is trying to buy shit and like you know what's gonna fall through or like you got a bad feeling like this guy shouldn't be doing this type of big production like there's something off you know like bar mitzvah bob his mom called me and wants the check back you know yeah stuff like that guy rented 20 grand worth of stuff yeah but then his mom called him yeah he said like he's not running a bar mitzvah this weekend like give it back you know like there's something weird going on. I can. That's what you're saying. Basically. There's something weird going on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. I, maybe I the trust whole your senses. Is, maybe he's lying about losing money, and I heard he's charging a lot at the door and stuff like that. Like you know, like thirty dollars to watch the meet instead of ten, or yeah. some shit. So man, I don't people know. People will pay. Maybe. Maybe know. people will pay. I'm just saying. Maybe he's just lying and he's making a shit ton of money. He doesn't want people to know. Maybe. Maybe he wants to look like. You know, maybe he doesn't want the USAPL to know. Yeah. I mean, that would be smart. Right. So maybe he wants to put out this image that he's losing money. That could be it. They could be as simple as that. But all I'm saying is Something. not everything that appears true with this is true. That's all. All right. You heard it here. Yeah. <laughs> Who do you think is going to win? Yeah, that one. <laughs> I'm fucking around. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the people were doing the math. They were basically, it, it ended up being so crazy that Bryce was like, okay, forget first. Okay. If Austin Perkins wants to get second, he has to add 50 pounds to his, as total, so and that's his best total of eight hundred. So he has to do eight twenty two and a half, and that's if Ashton doesn't do Ashton doesn't make any gains, and Austin Perkins gains fifty pounds on his total, then they would then Austin can pass Ashton. That's so that yeah. there, it's like competitive a little bit for a second. Yeah, I mean Ashton is a freak. So is Austin. <laughs> so is Austin. They're all freaks. Yeah. I don't fucking know, man. 
All right. right. What what else is there? Is that it? No, uh, let's let's we don't I mean we talk about this all the time, but let's quickly touch on it. I saw we got a newsletter that said uh USAPL isn't uh, sending and this is this I just want to bring it up because it's weird. Because within a week, USAPL said we're not sending teams to North Americans. Uh there's too much uncertainty with the IPF lawsuit and overdrug mm-hmm. testing, whatever. And then later in the week our American raw lifters, masters, I saw Grant Higa, our open lifters, they're getting letters or emails saying you guys are invited, uh, nominated to go to Sweden for raw worlds. So we're not doing NAPS, but we're hoping that by October, is that when raw worlds is? Mm-hmm. Probably. Usually. I don't who, who knows. <laughs> Well, not usually. So. Not yeah, usually. It's usually in May. Oh, but yeah. Last I'll year it was supposed up. to be. Yeah. yeah. Um, that everything's worked out or they'll work, you know, because Larry, Larry can't get a meeting with IPF or Gaston. So nobody knows if we're going to be able to lift. Nobody but knows. I just think it's interesting. We're getting invites. Yeah. So sat, strap up. I also saw related to Equip Worlds that um, Norway has put out a list of events that are exempt from their quarantine regulations. Um, and IPF World Championships is on that list. So we're allowed to go to Norway and not have to quarantine for a week in a hotel. Yeah, that's good. Which is good because that kind of kill your uh, training and eating and everything if you had to lock yourself Quarantine. away just to get out in time to compete. Yeah, I guess that's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I think, uh, I think we there's actually a lot of shit we talked about. I didn't think we we're gonna have too much to talk about, but we covered a lot you, of shit. If you go into every pod worried, and then we just start. I'm like, talking. do we have stuff to talk about? <laughs> oh, we've been going for an hour. We couldn't even get through the intro without. All right. This is a bonus one. Let's go through World Shrines, man. Let's bring it back. Uh, let me bring up the heats. Bring up the heats. Who's pissing the hottest? Every heat. How and then you want to do a final? Yeah, finals. So, I mean. Caught me off guard, dude. I had I it caught up, you off guard. Like, while we were doing. We got to look at how the, how the, how the breakdown of the, um, the groups went. I have it. I have it. All right. All right. Heat results. All right. Heat one. Who's Brian, pissing hottest? Yeah. Right. We got Brian Shaw, Maxime Bardrol, Avars Malkstellis, Gavin Bilton, and Travis Ormeyer. And they finished in that order. All right. In three, two, one. Travis, Travis Ormeyer. <laughs> got last. <laughs> pissing hottest. Yeah. I mean, that the other guys didn't even look that good. I mean, Shaw looks juicy, but, you know. No, nah, he's been he going too long. He's, you know, he. I think he's probably on a constant, you know. He knows his shit. All right, here we go. Oh, you know what? Now I'm realizing Johnny Hansen, your boy, that yeah. that train pull event yeah. was uh, in, it was just in heat too because he didn't make the final. Yeah, yeah. It, it was in heat The two. train pull wasn't in the oh, finals. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So we got heat too. Trey Mitchell, Tom Stoltman, Mark Felix, Evan Singleton, Johnny Hansen. Hmm. I'm going Tom Stoltman here. I mean, he won, and he looked kind of freaky, like like very bloated type, watery, kind of like I don't know, but also very fucking muscular. Maybe Trey Mitchell is just like a truck driver from. The What's US. Mark Felix look like? Uh, he's like the bald black dude from Grenada, uh, English accent. Yeah. Well, now actually, lives for. He's like got the biggest fucking hands. He does all this grip stuff. He's like fifty years old. You know Mark Felix. <laughs> All right. I think Mark Felix wins that heat. Yeah. He's also fifty <laughs> years old and he yeah, he know. got third he just got edged out of the final. I in know the stone that, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Wait, I actually I gotta see. He's uh how old is he? I think I think so. He's fifty five. Yeah, Bro, dude. and he looks he's 55. He looks fucking crazy. And well, dude. shout out Mark Felix. I mean, how he's not dead, I don't know. But that's the thing. Is he natural then? Because he's been doing it for 30 years. Uh, maybe. He's just that. Maybe he's really the biggest natural freak, but I don't think so. Possible. He's 55, still going. All right, heat three. <laughs> this is going to be easy. Yeah. You know what? Here, you know, this. there's a picture two of them together. Two of them together. You think it's Stolman? I'm, I'm keeping mine. Tom Stolman. 
There's yeah. no way Mark Fields is the most gas because he's too old. Yeah, I, I'm convinced he's he's still around. All right, I'll go. I'll I'll, I'll concur. All right, Heat three. This is gonna be easy. Jeff Caron, uh, Ethor Engulf Son Melstead, Robert Oberst, Mikhail Shivlikov, who's awesome, and Luke Richardson. I mean, Jeff Caron. Jeff Caron. Jeff right? Caron. That guy's got a bubblegum bonanza. His biceps and delts just look very strange. He's super bald and, and red, and he veiny. gets hurt every fucking time he moves his body. He's kind of like me, except I'm natty. I get hurt like, every time I move my body. He looks like his breath stinks like fucking nitrates. This one's gonna be hard for you. I Ammonia. mean, I don't. I'm not that familiar with these guys. Heat four, Constancy, Constancy, Janashia, Adam Bishop. Jerry Pritchett, Terry Hollins, Chris Vanderland. So you remember when we watched that, uh, the fucking Strength Wars mm-hmm. with Jerry Pritchett? Yeah. I think he's the most gassed. Because he literally had like a heart attack and lost to Blaine, even though he should be like stronger than Blaine. Yeah, Jerry Pritchett, he's been redlining for a while. He's been <laughs> pushing the body. And then he did like the deadlift competition when there was like, what was it? Was it like that the bench? Comp- there was um there was like a world record like TV show thing. Oh yeah, yeah and he yeah. did like a deadlift for reps, like try to do a world keys record for reps. I think. Yeah, like he's been redlining for a while. He he like sleeps like four hours a night, and I just think he needs to be on a lot of gas. So. What's Adam Bishop? Remember his kid with the mohawk? How funny was that? That was that was pretty sick. <laughs> I don't know. We were making fun <laughs> of the time. Terry Hollins, he got hurt. Yeah, but he's also so he's he was too. natural when he was a really good like, and he was really fat, strong man. I, I allegedly heard he was natural, and then yeah. you can tell because then he lost like a hundred pounds, but and got super ripped, but still was competitive. And I think there was just a time where he said, "Fuck it, I'm gonna get on gas," yeah. and he started dating like an IFBB pro and shit. Yeah. Like he just got into the lifestyle. All right, I can I can go with I can go with Pritchett. <laughs> I can go with it. It could be it could be Terry. It's, it could be. It could be Terry. All right. All right. Last seat. Bobby Thompson, Luke Stoltman, Kevin Fares, Alexei Novikov, Irvin Toots. Hmm. See, I don't know. I, I know these guys, but I don't know. Irvin. I want to say Novikov because he's Ukrainian. Yeah. You know? Novikov? Or it's just going to be Luke Stoltman because, you know, as one brother does the other brother does yeah i mean it's tough because now we now we have the winners of the heats then we have to pick you know top yeah but we're not like picking the the only person we picked that won the heat was jf caron yeah i mean (laughs) (laughs) i mean i think jf caron wins jf caron oh you think you oh you mean who we go with for total overall oh yeah wait let's go through it again Mm. it's either ortmeyer jf caron ortmeyer yeah, Ortmeier's. <laughs> I think Ortmeier at his peak beats everybody. But this year, I look, think J.F. Caron yeah. was pissing the hottest at the competition. Yeah, J.F. Caron's been he's been pushing he's been pushing recently. Yeah, you know. Yep. That grade A, class A, jet A. Yeah, so that. That event you thought was the the train footage, that was Titan's turntable. Ah, yeah. I was watching the ship. They didn't even have footage of that shit thick event to show us, I think, because it was like in train. two and it didn't go well. Yeah. <laughs> like, like the event never really well, it's took not, off. It's like it be, took it's, them hours to figure out what to do. It's starting to be televised now, yeah. so by the time this pod hits, it'll probably be on TV. Well, it, it actually, it previewed, it's now midnight. It previewed the first episode was at 11 p.m. Tonight. I, was, I recorded it. Okay, so we'll uh, go watch it. Yeah. There'll probably be errors and missions, but I don't know if y'all care. So Nobody cares. <laughs> we be, we're, beating, we're beating this one to a pulp. Yeah, we love it, man. This is yeah. our World's Strongest Man episode. Yeah. All right, is that it then? Um, Who's going to who's gonna win out of the Steffi Cohen fight? <laughs> I don't know who she's fighting, but am she's I not the wettest someone. man in powerlifting? Look yeah, you're shit. wet, dude. We got to get out of here. I think Steffi Cohen's fighting some amateur like boxer or something. I don't know. I don't care, man. That's kind of fucking lame. She it's pretty lame. Really, she I did like two powerlifting meets. Like, I yeah, I think it's kind of dumb. I mean, it's in the it's in the undercard for the Thor Eddie fight. They're oh just, like, shit! It's like they have Steffi Cohen boxing. Is that somebody. really still happening? The Thor Eddie fight? 
after all this time. I think so, dude. I keep seeing shit. They have her, and then they have like a crossfitter, like a couple crossfitters that have beef with each other or something like that fighting as well. It's pretty pretty dumb. Yeah, it's dumb. Really dumb. I mean, we just want to see Eddie Thor. Have real fighters fight in the undercard. Yeah. I don't even know. I don't want to see Steffi Cohen box. (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of lame. All right. Is that enough shitting on... Shitting on shit? Is that enough shit talking? Is that enough for y'all? You wanted to do a good episode. I mean, that was a sick podcast. Yeah. So we did one. That was it. We're going to have some sick guests, you know. We got some lined up. Some people that you might have never heard on a podcast before. Maybe some international people. Yeah. Well, you know what? We'll just keep it under wraps so we don't don't jinx it. Yeah. It's going to be sick. Yeah. All right. All right. Peace. Later.